0: hey welcome back this is colliding worlds radio and as i said earlier today we're taking our tour we're getting ready for the highway 62 um, open art studio tour which is going to start really soon like really soon it runs two weekends october 13th through 14th again october 20th through 21st you can pick up the catalogs kind of all over the Coachella Valley. You can also pick them up at my gallery, Colliding World's Fine Art, at Trends Gallery. We're on the Perez Road section. And we have the artist now who's going to be both weekends, and she's going to be at Stop 37. And she has done some collaborative work with Kathy Kloppenstein, who we just spoke to. And now, who do we have on this line today, right now? Hi, um, I'm Nicole Victor. And you do amazing, amazing ceramic work and it's very unusual tell us all about it oh thank you um
1: well i specialize in a technique called crystalline glazing which is basically a process where i grow crystals in my glazes when i fire them in the kiln which is similar to how geodes and gems grow in nature and um basically my process is i start with porcelain clay that i throw on a potter's wheel and i mix all my own recipes from raw materials i then place this in the kiln and fire it to over two thousand three hundred degrees fahrenheit And during this time is when the crystals spread on the piece. And the thing I love the most about this art form is that the crystals grow where and how they want. And so it makes each piece one of a kind. And that's what's so fascinating about this is the unpredictability.
0: And that's anytime you do ceramics and you put them into a kiln, no matter how careful you are, once they're gone into that that kiln you're out of your hands you you can't control it at that point point. and what's really interesting about what you do is you do not know how those crystals are going to form oh and, that's so true and and you know they may not come out the way you want but but when they do come out they're gorgeous and I own several of your pieces I'm going to preface that by saying I do own several <laughs> of her pieces and they're gorgeous and what's oh, thank you. what's really cool about them, and this is what I love about original art, is that no two are exactly alike.
1: And exactly, and that's what I love about it too. It's it's like Christmas every time it's time to open the kiln. <laughs>
0: And let me let me go and go back again. Nicole is going to be part of the tour. She's going to be at stop thirty seven. If you're interested in checking out her work beforehand, I'm going to give you her website. I'm going to spell it for you. It's C R Y S T A L S B Y N I C H O L E dot com. Take a look at the work before you get out there. You've been participating in the tour for a couple of years now. What is it that you enjoy most about the Highway sixty two? Uh, I think it's the variety of people I get to meet. I have met people
1: from really all over the world who come out here to uh, see my work, and um, I, I enjoy showing with the other artists like Kathy Kloppenstein. And but I think the most exciting part is meeting so many people and getting to see that um, my art, which I feel like is just like a child, that they get to where they get to travel all over the world.
0: One of the things I find really cool about your particular work is. Again, it's just it's when you look at it. There's a mystery of it being part of, really being part of nature. You, you look at these formations; they're stunning. They're very unique. They're almost amoeba-like. I mean, they can they can be a different shape, a different size. And I find it very fascinating that someone would painstakingly put together the formula, so to speak, to create this work. How how did you decide that this was the path for you?
1: Well, I have been creating pottery for over 20 years, probably going on 25 years now. And um, I loved throwing on the wheel, but I was never happy with my glazes. I just didn't, you know, they just didn't speak to me. And about 10 years ago, I was looking in a pottery magazine and came across a picture of this technique and thought, oh, I don't know what that is, but I'm going to learn it. And I just kept trying and patience and a lot of notes and a lot of failures until i finally was able to get it and there's still so much more for me to learn Uh, i'm always trying to new recipes and new ideas and the sky's the limit you know i feel like i'll never fully learn this art form. and that's what i love
0: you know and that's a cool thing we were talking earlier so i always tell people there are a couple of professions in the world that you can never walk away from um one of them is art because if you if you are willing to take a risk, you can always keep growing with your art, which clearly is something that, that you've done. You you, know, you could have sat there and just kept making a pinch pot or you know, whatever you could have done, whatever mm-hmm. you wanted to do, but you were willing to take a risk and follow the exploration. Um,
1: tell me yeah, about I, it. Yeah, I, I agree completely. I feel like when an artist makes art they're putting out a piece of their own soul and it really is every time I have a piece I feel like it's a part of me and I want to always just like I want to improve in my own self I feel like my art is a reflection of that as I grow I feel like my art grows and I feel like we're both growing together and growing up and discovering the world together and it's exactly like you said with this art form it's nature I feel like I set up the environment and then once it's in the kiln nature does the rest and I enjoy that I feel like i can capture a piece of nature and hold it because nature is always changing and i like to feel like i can capture just a moment to be able to enjoy in each of my pieces
0: one of the other things i think is really cool about art whether you're a photographer whether you're a painter whether you're a ceramic i don't care what you are if you're an artist you are capturing a single moment in time that will never exist again that's exactly right and that's the coolest thing I mean, to me, mm-hmm. but like all artists, you know, we always get these like not, things that don't come out. We have we have these little these little guys that sit in a, a little pile and we go, well, I don't know. Um, when that happens to you, what do you do? You, what do you learn from that? What do you take away from those things that aren't just exactly the way you wanted?
1: Oh, well, you know, I what I've learned is that life is in my control and that the more I try to control my art, I feel like the worse it gets. And when I just let the clay move where it wants to move and I let the crystals grow where they want to grow, then the art is beautiful. And I feel like, you know, you can't really tell the world what to do. The world tells you what to do, and you just do the best you can in it. And as soon as I let go of the control, that's when beauty happens. And I feel like that's with any art form, is that the more we allow the art to take control, um, the more beautiful it actually becomes.
0: And I guess it goes back to kind of one of my, you know, Another one of my little tangents and my little soapboxes. <laughs> what I like about art that's original, it means that it's generally it's just the one. There may be a f- different form, but it's just that one unique piece. When I see when you make do commercial art, and there's nothing wrong with that, you have the same image. that's going to be reproduced, you know, a few hundred times. Mm-hmm. There's something there's something very different about the original work, and because I think it allows the soul of the artist to come through it's like remember the old days when they did lithographs everybody wanted numbers one through ten because they were the best um because each time each time the piece got made there was a degradation in it um when i look at look at something like what you're doing the uniqueness of it is is fascinating again it also has a sometimes has a functional i i, I have i own a set of um bowls and um, they're very functional but Why do I want to fill it up? I want to see what's inside of it. I know what you mean. (laughs) Where, where are you? What's next for you? I mean, you're you're working with this. Do you want to build vessels that are higher? Do you want to build things that are more intricate? Do you want to? I know you and Kathy Clapcstein have been doing some collaborative work. Where do you Where do you see yourself going with with your work in the next next year or so? Um, well, I always think is
1: better. I think if you ask any potter that, the bigger we can go, the better, just to push our limits, especially on the wheel, uh, because that's um, you're fighting gravity. And so the bigger I can go, the better. I also um, want to find even more um, combinations of the elements that I can put together to create more beautiful crystals. I think that there's so many combinations to try. I'll never be able to try them all in this lifetime. And so that's what I hope to see. Plus, I... I love the organic nature of pottery when I can make the clay look like it's still moving and still alive. And I want to continue to push the limits of the porcelain clay that I use in creating those organic pieces.
0: I'm going to tell people again, you know, Highway 62 Open Studio Art Tours is October 13th, 14th, October 20th and 21st. Um, You're part of it for both weekends. Do you feel... Why do you feel it's important for people to get out there and, and come and visit and see all this work? Um, because I, one of the biggest things I hear each year, I've been
1: doing this, this will be my seventh year on the art tours. Everyone is so surprised on how much art is hidden up here in the um, in the Morongo Basin. I don't think people realize how many talented people we have out here. And I think it's important to broaden the mind and, and see how big the world is, and even in our small community. There is so much amazing art to see, and it's a, really a secret that I hope doesn't stay a secret for much longer.
0: And I keep telling people, you know, one of the things that's it's kind of mind-boggling to their, and 96 artists this year are participating in the tour. The diversity of the work that's up there, and and the quality of the work is right up there. Uh, it, it this isn't this isn't just you know a I don't know. This isn't a yard sale. This isn't anything like that. This is truly an art studio tour where you have the opportunity to meet the artist, to talk with the artist, to, to find out a little bit more about them. And you as an artist get some feedback. When someone looks at your piece and they don't know who you are, and they start talking about it. What do you hear first? I mean, what is it that seems to capture them instantaneously? I I think the first thing is, wow, how did you do that? (laughs) And it's really fun. I
1: love to talk with people because if you see a piece in a store, no one really knows what's going on with that piece. And that's what I love the most about the art tours is I get to meet the people who want to take my art home. And even if they don't, just people coming to see it, to be able to explain to them the process and to see that light up in their eyes, like, wow, that's incredible. Not many potters do crystalline glazing. So most people I meet have never heard of it before. And I love being able to see
0: that excitement in
1: their eyes that I see for myself when I first learned about it.
0: Do you feel when, you, when you're talking about your work to people or, or trying to explain it to them, do you, do you think that they fully comprehend how much time it really takes to create perfection? I
1: don't think so. I, you know, I, um, each piece that I make it, from when it's thrown onto wheel to when it's 100 percent complete, can take up to a month and. I don't think people realize how much work goes into art. And I've had those that come up and go, well, I can get a plate at Walmart for $2. And, you know, they don't, (laughs) I know, it's a jab in the heart. Because I think, well, they don't understand what goes into it. And I uh, love to be able to teach people more about how um, some pottery is a work of art. It's not just, like you said, a functional wear. Um, They can be used for function, but there's a lot more that goes into the type of pottery I do. And potters like me then um someone who would you know you'd go buy a piece that was made wholesale
0: (laughs) and and, and again goes back to commercial and fine art one of the things that that just makes this my skin crawl is when someone walks in and says either a i can do it they have no idea how to do it but i encourage them to try or b when they say oh i can go to blah 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 and get it then it's like okay then you know what it's kind of like a stereo system. If you can't tell the difference between the highs and lows and the bows and whatever, go, go with what makes you happy. But It's, it's
1: true. Yeah, that, that's so true. I have some people that come up to my my booth and my work and go, oh, this is so expensive. And then some will come up and go, you need to be charging more. So it's oh. interesting how people's perspective of
0: – I, I instantly know – who understands art and who doesn't. <laughs> we understand art. And, Nicole, thank you so much. I encourage everybody to get up to the Highway 62 studio tour. So it will be coming up really soon. Go visit Nicole. She's going to be at um, Booth 37. We're going to come back after the news and talk more about Highway 62. Stay with us.